everybody. Hi, friends. Well, from beautiful fall in Salt Lake City, Utah. It's Thank God I'm Atheist. The podcast. I'm Frank Feldman. And I'm Dan Beecher. And coming up on the show today, we're going to be talking about uh, the wonder of the eclipse. Ooh. That just happened here in the western United States. I mean, it was an annular eclipse. Can you even mm. call that an eclipse? I mean... <laughs> Just like a transit, right? Of it, the, was a, it was a, it was a, it was a, it was a solar the moon uh, disruption. <laughs> and what it was, yes, and it was very disrupting, and I resent yeah. the eclipse. But you went down to see it, yeah, kind and, of. Uh, but we're gonna talk about. I mean, we'll we'll talk a little bit about that, but but uh, it you know it put us in mind of some some interesting topics. So. Yeah, of course. We're going to be interesting at the end of the show. Oh, you I, want to stick around for that, everybody? Ooh. <laughs> I can almost promise it. Oh, no. Well, <laughs> but first, we have some stuff that happened in the world this week that we need to talk about. Yeah. Uh, one of which is uh, from a school board trustee uh, up in Alberta. Now, it's actually what's interesting about this story is that it's a Catholic school board. Okay. Um, in the Red Deer School trustee something or other okay what is it uh it's the red deer catholic regional schools that's what it was what it okay uh so anyway uh one of the trustees was sitting at her computer and she had this just this delightful meme that she's thinking about sharing and posting on on her on her uh reddit or not reddit on her like facebook or whatnot Sure. And she she's like saying there's like, should I post it? Should I not post it? <laughs> and fortunately for her, the Holy Ghost oh. swooped in and tells her, do it. Go for it. <laughs> well, thank um, God for the promptings of oh um, my God. Of and the Holy Spirit. It, it really reveals something about the Holy Spirit is what I'm going to say here. Like, okay. Uh, because the meme that she decided to post, it shows has it, there's a picture of children waving, um, uh, swastika flags. Oh, okay. A, above a picture of children waving pride flags. Oh, um, and the caption says brainwashing is brainwashing. Wow. <laughs> but the Holy Ghost told her to do it. So it's cool, right? Wow. Holy Ghost. Well, um, <laughs> damn. According to the rest of the school board, uh, this is a violation of their standards. Yeah. Um, and e- even Catholics know better than that, <laughs> which is saying a lot for how bad yeah. this was. Yeah, so there, there's her name is um, Monique Lagrange. Mm. Monique Lagrange, everybody. <laughs> um, she, uh, the school board has decided that she violated its policies and ordered her to issue a sincere apology. Uh, she also has to take sensitivity training and recognize that her post hurt feelings, is what it says. Yeah. It hurt feelings i i think that's probably true yeah it most definitely hurt a lot of feelings it's also i don't know it feels like hurt feelings isn't enough is it yeah is it's it not an insufficient descriptor the, the depth description of 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 how this can affect people right yeah uh because that's really fucking ugly uh, yeah that's stuff. that's it's more than just a, a little baby yikes. Yeah. It's, uh, that's that's a big daddy yikes right there. Yeah, but Lagrange insists that the post is not about the LGBTQ community. <laughs> she says, what? Uh, "This is a quote. The meme post is about indoctrination through the United Nations, which oh. directly correlates to World War II and Nazism. It is about the agenda of the United Nations and Planned Parenthood." Which oh is an attempt God. to sabotage our children's or our youth's identities and destinies and hijacks the LGBTQ community's original mandate. Um, oh, <laughs> oh, that I, is a lot. It's la- really lady. hard to follow because <laughs> it doesn't make an ounce of sense. Uh, she goes <laughs> on to say that the pride flag is used to silence people. Um, among, right. among other things. Yes. Yes. Uh, yes. That makes total sense. Well, her lawyer, 
uh, one Mr. James Kitchen, said that she is not going to apologize. And they're going to be seeking judicial review of this decision. Yes. Um, He wants to, he wanted to clarify, apparently, that uh, LaGrange wasn't commanded to share the meme, but (laughs) but she saw it, prayed about it, and was given the go-ahead by the Holy Spirit. Your Honor, the defense calls... (laughs) The Holy Spirit to the stand. This is this is from this is a quote from the lawyer. Uh, She's just a normal Bible believing Christian who, when she's considering something, prays about it, which is what Paul says you should do in the New Testament. And then she received the affirmation that she was seeking. So she did it. This is her lawyer. Like, oh, my God, this is unbelievable. The truth in the Bible as offensive as it is to regular people is the regular gay, people. Yeah. Wow. Is that gay, <laughs> gay sex is a sin. Transgenderism oh. is a sin. Her lawyer said, um, the apology definitely won't happen. That would violate yeah. her conscience. So she can't mm. do that. That mm. would be a sin. Yeah. It would definitely be, uh, of like com- literally she made a comparison between gay people and Nazis <laughs> So definitely no apology should be forthcoming there at all. Her lo- even people, even like non-regular people like Christians uh, can see that like, you know, that's, that's not the thing. That's, <laughs> that's not it. Uh, her lawyer also uh, said that she will not be taking part in the sensitivity training, uh, which he referred to as a quote, re-education Maoist struggle session type thing where her mind is changed and her brain is washed. Wow. (laughs) All I can say is, Oh, Canada, how did Alberta happen? How, how did you let Alberta happen? Yeah. Get, 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 come get your boy. Uh, He's on a, on a bit of a tear there. Wowzies. Damn, damn. That's uh, you know what happened? Idaho leaked up into uh up into Canada. There, there's definitely something going on. It's um, not good. It's not good. I got family in Alberta. I, I I love them dearly, but yeah, it it's definitely the the not good part of Canada. <laughs> All right. Uh Calgary's lovely. I don't know. Um I'm gonna I'm gonna take us meanwhile, I I don't know if you've heard about it. There seems to be a kerfuffle in uh, Southwest Asia, down in, in what we would call the Middle East, the, uh, the Holy Land. Mm, mm-hmm. uh, there seems to be a bit of a do, a bit of mm. a dust up mm. uh, in the form, uh, uh, as we all know, of a horrific war happening yeah. between between Hamas and uh, and the uh, the state of Israel. Mm-hmm. It's it's not going well. It's not going well. Yeah. Uh, I I have we have lots of thoughts about it, but uh I will say that a new a new interlocutor has has offered to enter uh into this to oh. to to broker peace. I mean any help I'm sure right? would be welcomed, Dan. And I think th- I mean frankly, I'm shocked to learn that uh the the peace that was assured to us by uh, by by Jared Kushner has not come to fruition. Uh, that's it. Just seems like we just need to get Jared back in there because I'm pretty sure he solved it. Yeah. Here's the thing: when you have what can amount to a, a holy war mm-hmm. uh, between two arguing Abrahamic religions, I think that the thing that you need to settle things between the Muslims and the Jews is the Catholic church. (laughs) They will solve everything. You just need the other major Abrahamic religion to come in and they'll fix it for you. Oh no. Who is the Pope saying he's getting involved? Well, kind of the, you know, the Pope's been calling for peace or whatever. There has been a, a, a lot of trouble. Um, at first, uh, Israel was very offended by a, a a missive that had been put out by Christian patriarchs uh, in Jerusalem, including mm. uh, my p- favorite guy. And the reason why I chose to do this story 
Pierre Batista, Pizza Bala. <laughs> We've talked about him before. He's the patriarch of Jerusalem, uh, the Latin patriarch of Jerusalem. Uh, and yes, Father Pizza Bala is. Uh, <laughs> Has has been trying to do some diplomacy there. Oh, well, I mean, um, good, good, isn't that right? nice? Isn't that good? If like, that guy's middle name isn't Atza Spicy, I'm <laughs> furious. Pierre Batista, Atza Spicy Pizza Bala. Uh, it's it's just it's just good sense at this point. Anyway, uh, that's he. Yeah. So so yes. I think we can all rest comfortably and easily now that the Holy See has decided to enter the conversation and fix it all because, uh, you know, these problems aren't intractable and and they aren't, uh, you know, completely impossible at this point. I and mean, it's not like, yeah. it's not like, you know, both sides aren't bloodthirsty, awful sides trying to completely eradicate other people and utterly dehumanize them so i think pope pope francis along with his uh his trusty pizza bala sidekick i think they have a good shot at fixing it yeah um i mean you need a, a neutral third party right just throw more religion at it yeah. that's the point <laughs> oh what, what the conflict didn't have was enough religion <laughs> Yeah, I mean, oh, God. All right. Well, Dan, mm. here's uh, something that I guess didn't have enough religion, but now maybe does. I don't know. Um, that's the uh, student housing at the University of Utah. Um, our former alma mater? Our former alma mater, the, the, local op, uh, the, the local school people go to instead of BYU. Right. Um, the 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 public school that is actually like you know a decent it's university. It's a decent university that uh, has been growing of late. Yes, um, quite a lot actually, and they've oh. also sort of recognized. Yeah, there's their undergraduate count is over thirty thousand now, which was only like twenty four when we were students there. Okay. So they've they've grown quite a bit, and there's also a housing crisis a housing crunch here mm. uh in in salt lake city like like most other parts of the country where we have a housing uh shortage yeah and uh and so the university has been trying to work on this issue make make the school a little bit less of a commuter college which it sure. kind of traditionally always was uh had some on-campus housing but wasn't really heavily utilized well they are um rapid have you been up there recently they built so much student housing it's crazy and yeah, they I drove past some yeah uh, um day, yeah. and they have a, a goal to build uh five thousand additional beds over the next five years Ooh. um and well in a crisis like this it is nice to know that we have good neighbors in Salt Lake and in the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints uh, uh, because yes. they have donated land to help solve this problem. Or at least that's how it's being presented is that they, yeah, they I donated the land. I smell a rat. Um, I, uh, I, I hate to be cynical. <laughs> one, one doesn't want to be too cynical, but um, uh, yeah, so, I, okay, so drop the <clears throat> other shoe. So the church is providing the land and then Ivory Homes, which is a big home builder here in Utah. A, a, a local bad quality home builder. Yeah, but for some reason has like amongst like people who buy suburban homes, right? Which is most yeah. people in, yeah. <laughs> in, along the Wasatch Front. People like they like Ivory Homes. Yeah. Like, like they really like them. Like their communities have nice amenities and you know, whatnot. And, uh, and so like ivory has stepped in, they've built the ivory university house, which, uh, living in ivory university house comes with some strings attached. Oh dear. Uh, while the church was not able to foist any kind of like honor code, like they have at BYU onto the students right. living there. They have, 
found a way to intrude on students' lives. Uh, they have to sign, students have to sign, who are going to live in, in the ivory uh, house. Uh, the ivory tower, can we uh, call it that? <laughs> have to sign a, a core value agreement. What the fuck? They, uh, which limits uh, them. They, they, they cannot um, bring alcohol, which I believe is probably already a rule in student housing. They have to agree to no, not smoke pot or do drugs. Oh my God. Um, they have to, although I don't think the consume pot is probably a better phrasing. Who, smoke, uh, who well, smokes it anymore, right? Don't um, tell the ivory corporation that... <laughs> People aren't smoking it anymore. Let's let them. Ha- let's let them say smoke. And- uh, they can have no overnight guests. Uh, they can oh ha- not God. possess or view pornographic material. Um, Come on. And the the U is all on board, right? This article from the Tribune uh, has uh, quotes from the U of U president uh, Taylor Randall says uh, this innovative new model for building student housing will transform the university's housing situation and help serve thousands of students. Uh, This type of partnership is key to our future growth. We grew by nearly 2% this year and housing continues to be one of our largest constraints. And yeah. So yeah, that's also that that worries me a lot because like the university of Utah is the place you go to get away from this shit. Exactly. Right. In Utah. Um, And What's also disturbing to a certain extent is that these are not, these are uh, like, like if you just took a picture of one of the rooms, these hands down have to be the most desirable rooms on campus. They have, um, let's see, 440 square foot studio apartments equipped with refrigerators, stoves, spacious bathroom, Utility, well, including obviously utilities and internet, costs about $1,500 a month for student housing. Uh, the smallest studios will cost around uh, $1,250. Wow. Um, they're offering scholarships. For students? That's crazy. For students, yeah. The, they're offering scholarships for those who can't afford uh, the cost of uh, the housing. Um, yeah. The goal is to have 25% of students uh, living in Ivory University House uh, to come from quote economically challenged backgrounds, and yeah, so but my issue is this agreement. This is a quote from the presiding bishop, uh, or no, he's the second counselor and the presiding bishopric of the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter Day Saints. He says, okay. "I love how they've created what they call a core value of agreement." I think it's amazing that each of these residents have signed on their honor to live that kind of lifestyle here. They do it not just for themselves. And of course these standards are not forced, but they are enforced. Hmm. I love stupid Mormon speak. It's not forced. They're not forced. It's but enforced. enforced. Then it's forced. <laughs> then it's forced. What, what the fuck are you talking if about? If somebody wants to live there, these are forced on them. Uh, yeah. They they uh, reserve the right to evict anybody who does not following the rules. Now I was like, how in God's name can they do this on campus? Right. Yeah. Well, for all of the church's grand donation of land, right. I looked up who owns the parcel. The church. Yeah. The church still owns the parcel. Ivory Homes built the building, and they have some sort of partnership with the U to be providing quote unquote on campus housing because it's campus adjacent. Yeah. Utah listeners, uh, you should be writing letters to the university right now. The university needs to actually disconnect from this agreement. Yeah. This is wrong. Uh, this is like hundred percent. Like this needs there needs to be outcry about yeah. this. The housing can be there. It can be an option for the students that want to live in that kind of place. But from what I gather, the way that this is being presented is that the university might actually they're calling it a partnership. So yeah. this is an option in their student housing at this get point. Out, get out. So this uh, like this like this we, is wrong. Everybody needs to if you even if you're you have no connection to the University of Utah, write a letter. Everybody write a letter. Write yeah. write a letter to the editor. Yeah. Uh at the Tribune. And or whatever. If, you know, there's gotta be at least a few of us who are 
you know, who went to the University of Utah, like, yeah, right in. Say you're a University of Utah alum and you're outraged by yeah. this by this partnership. Yeah, no. this is not acceptable. Yeah, at all. I'm. I am. I am furious. <laughs> I really am because. Because they know, because they have, they, they knew that the church had to hold on to the land, which of course the church is not going to donate prime land to anyone. They don't do that. They don't do that. They do these 99 year land leases, right? They don't give away their shit like that. That's valuable. One caveat here, Dan, would be that um, this is listed on their website under like off campus housing. But what really bothers me about this whole thing is the, the the university president showing up to the to the grand opening and the the I didn't mention this before, but the mayor of Salt Lake City showing up to the, like mm. it lends it this like officialness. Yeah. Right. That 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 this that this is official and should be sought after on campus housing. It is. I know exactly the parcel. It is immediately adjacent. It's where the old institute building was. It right. felt like it was on campus anyway, right? And so, yeah. like, and it's considered student housing. That it, yeah gives and it so, that air anyway. And it's up in the area where they're building tons of new student housing, and it's this one spot. And I just think it's wrong. I think it's wrong for the university to lend it this kind of um, credibility o- or officialness or whatever. Yeah. yeah. Uh, all right. We object. There you go. <laughs> um, speaking of objections, uh, I'm taking us to uh, New Jersey, where a a middle school, Chatham Middle School, and we we may have covered this uh, a few years ago. There was a lawsuit. Uh, a couple of parents were furious because their students were exposed to learning about. Islam. Oh no. And they were forced <laughs> to watch a very bad, very bad video, which I watched the bulk of. Uh it's a five minute, five and a half minute video about sort of the basics of Islam. You know, I'm a Muslim, my religion is Islam. It's you know, it's a cartoon with two kids talking and one of them's just teaching the other the other about what they believe it is it it's harmless it's really bad it's badly produced and whoever made it should feel ashamed of themselves but it's harmless you know you just learn about what muslims believe in it Hmm. but of course the you know christian moms were up in arms they're teaching our kids islam they don't teach about christianity or judaism yes they do it's just in a different segment of the class so it was you know separated by a few weeks they only teach they're 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 indoctrinating our kids into islam so they sued and the uh the judge uh said a uh, uh, no no thank you that that is you are incorrect um, but the judge used uh, a very useful legal test called the Lemon Test, based on a, you know, a lawsuit um, named after the plaintiff uh, Alt- Alton Lemon, I think was the name. Mm. Um, and that the Lemon Test was a really good legal test that basically just said that it it had three things that you had to that any legislation had to pass in order to to you know, be to pass the lemon test, which was it must have the legislation would have to have a uh, secular purpose. Uh, the uh, principle, the principal effect of the statute would have to be that it neither advanced nor inhibited religion so far, so good. Mm-hmm. And uh, the statute couldn't uh, ent- result in an excessive, entanglement of government and religion so Mm -hmm. okay this this was a very very good legal test for uh you know for whether something whether something was crossing the line of church state separation sure okay so the uh the district court judge uh a guy named kevin mcnulty in 2020 used the lemon test and said yeah, this is bunk. You're dumb. This is fine. 
This video, it's showing this video to teach kids about what Muslims believe, not to indoctrinate them, just to teach them what they believe. Mm-hmm. And, you know, their own kids said that they, there was no temptation to join Islam based on this thing, but oh well. Right, okay. Anyway, uh, he dismissed the case. Um, but then, because we have such a great Supreme Court right now, mm. uh, some you know some trials went through where the Supreme Court decided to say that the lemon test was no longer in effect, mm. even though the Supreme Court is what you know where the lemon test came from. So so <laughs> okay. Uh, so now yes, in Kennedy versus Bremerton, uh, the lemon test was murdered. Mm. And so they sent it. So then uh, they sent it back to McNulty to uh, to to decide again mm. without the lemon test. You're not allowed to use the lemon test now. OK. Uh, good news. Uh, there's still plenty of reasons why uh, <laughs> that is a dumb lawsuit. <clears throat> so McNulty was like, same, same second verse, same as the first. <laughs> no, you don't get to sue for teaching about uh, Islam. Oh, my God. And your Islamophobia is not welcome here. Oh, my God. That's amazing. It's a hell of a ride. Uh, <laughs> so you just, yeah, I love it. And who knows, you know, they may uh, appeal it all the way up. You know, that this is this wasn't just brought, obviously, by these parents because parents can't afford to do most parents can't afford to sue this hard. Right. Um, so there's a group called the Thomas More Law Center that's a big right wing thing that's backing it. Right. And we'll see if they really want to uh, to pursue it. These people, this. yeah, they really want a ruling on this. It seems like any ruling that says you can't uh, show something like this about Muslims, I don't know how you you, you can say that without saying that absolutely no religious anything can be in the schools. Right. It does seem like they're in danger of that. Although with our current Supreme Court, hypocrisy is no problem for them. So they're just going to rule that like, no, sorry, you can't teach any, you can anything only, to do with Islam in our public right. schools. You can teach Christianity just fine. Uh, but Islam's gross and like mostly brown people. So no. Well, I mean, that's so transparently... Um, <laughs> awful and hypocritical that um i hope they do i hope they make that ruling (laughs) because it looks so bad yes (laughs) i mean but i mean this court is already going to go down in history as being like the absolute joke thing that it is so yeah we don't need we don't need any more people's lives no 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 no. i'm i'm joking like clearly uh we want to have Teachers have the ability to teach reasonable things, right, yeah. in the classroom, and yeah. it's okay uh, don't to teach institutionalize about a religion. That's what yeah. we want. It's yeah. okay to teach about religions, yeah. just not to teach religion. Exactly. Boy, that's that's a hard one for Christians to understand, though. They just cannot get that. <laughs> it's it's like just literally reverse it a little bit. Yeah. Uh, yeah. All right. Uh, well, Dan. Uh, Here's an update about Oklahoma's first in the nation uh, religious public charter school uh, that's being funded by uh, state funds. Right. Love it. It's Um, my favorite thing. (laughs) Well, the uh, state attorney general in Oklahoma uh, has uh, sued the, the, the state school board. Um, that uh, approved this uh, saying that they can't do this. They can't use public funds for this. Um, Let's see. Let's how dare they. The lawsuit says, make no mistake. If the Catholic church were permitted to have a public virtual charter school, a reckoning will follow in which this state will be faced with the unprecedented quandary of processing requests to directly fund all petitioning uh, sectarian groups. Uh, yes. 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 Correct. Yeah. Thank you. A lawyer uh-huh. who an attorney general who's actually <laughs> right. being uh, kind of real here. This is, of course, the St. Isidore of Seville Catholic Virtu- Char- Virtual Charter School, uh, which is I sponsored. Think virtue Charter School is probably more <laughs> correct. 
uh, sponsored by the Archdiocese of Oklahoma City. Let's see. The article that I found on this points out that Oklahoma's constitution specifically prohibits the use of public money or property from being used directly or indirectly for the use or benefit of any church or system of religion. Uh, And nearly 60% of Oklahoma voters rejected a proposal in 2016 to remove that language from the constitution. Good on them. Yeah. Wouldn't have expected that. (laughs) It Uh, might go the other way now. The, uh, the governor, uh, Kevin Stitt has criticized the attorney general uh, lawsuit as a poli- for caring about the, don't care about the law <laughs> he says care about Jesus <laughs> he calls it a political stunt um, oh A.G. Drummond yeah the guy's name is what is it uh, Getner Drummond um, mm. that's quite the name A.G. Drummond seems to lack any firm grasp on the constitutional principle of religious freedom and masks his disdain for the Catholics' pursuit by obsessing over non-existent schools that don't neatly align with his religious preference. Oh, so he's saying he doesn't like Catholics. Yeah, which I mean, it's Oklahoma; they don't like Catholics. But, no, that's um, true. But I, <laughs> if I were you guys, I'd be much more worried about. Lucian Greaves coming up with a school. Oh, no kidding. How do they not see it, Dan? How do they just yeah. not fucking see it? That they Because, ha- again, they are not worried about being hypocrites. They are fine with that. <sighs> so they are fine with excluding one whole group, even as they make the argument that that group would make for their own thing. Yeah. 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 All, All right. right. Fine. Fine. Well, that'll be fun to see how that plays out. Oh, uh, won't it? Will, I know. It's will the follow. law win? Yeah. <laughs> I have my Google search uh, already set. Yeah. All right. <laughs> well, uh, finally, I'm going to take us to Pennsylvania, where there is a law on the books uh, that's been there. It's one of those fun laws that's been there since 1861. Mm, uh, yeah. Yeah. But nobody's been prosecuted under that law since like 1935 or whatever. But it's on the books. It's still there. It exists. Oh, okay. Uh, And so when police chief Chad Martin of Hanover Borough Police Department saw that a new that a new store had popped or that a store was there that offered. Here's it. Okay. Here's I'll just say what the law is. The law says. That if you uh, deliberately say that you can predict the future and you let someone pay you to do so, you are a swindler and you are breaking the law. Mm. Uh, it comes with a, uh, up to a year in prison and, and a possible $2,500 fine mm. if you are convicted of this law. Uh, and I'll be honest, I'm a little... Of two minds because yeah, <laughs> the the people who who predict the future for people for money mm-hmm. are swindlers. Yeah, that's that is not a thing that humans can actually do. Right. So uh, so yes, if you say that you can do that and you let someone pay you to do it, you are technically committing a fraud. Mm. Uh, however, if the police chief goes into a, a store called what is it called? Serpent's Key Shoppy Shop and Sanctuary, <laughs> but shop spelled in that old timey way. Oh sure, yeah. Is it also ye old? Yeah, they didn't put the ye old, but it is implied. <laughs> uh, where they're you know where they offer tarot card readings. Oh, where yeah. apparently there are signs that explicitly say this is just for fun. Mm. This is not. You know, they're not saying this is not real, but this is for entertainment purposes only, which is sort of the the legal out that most psychics and mediums and whatever use. Um, But yeah, it's just tarot card reading. Tarot doesn't even predict the future the way psychics do. Tarot is usually just like, you know, you get a little bit of life advice from someone who doesn't know you. (laughs) And uh, Mm -hmm. and that's that. Right. 
you know, they they you you reveal a whole bunch of things to them, and then mm-hmm. they magically seem to know things about yeah. you. You go in for your unlicensed therapist therapy session, right? right? Yeah, exactly, yeah. exactly. Uh, but anyway, the 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 cops went in and warned them about this law. Hey, oh, this yeah. law exists. Uh, I'm not arresting you now, but if anybody complains, hmm. I may have to come in and arrest you. This so is, just boy. I, I want to live in a town where the police have time to worry about tarot cards. Where the chief of police <laughs> comes in to do to do this. Uh, what they didn't uh, see coming was that uh, one of the people at this, at, at ye oldie <laughs> serpent key shoppy and sanctuary, has a pretty decent TikTok following. Oh. And uh, complained about this. And suddenly there was outcry good and uh the the uh the the chief was forced to put out a a statement that is not helpful by the way doesn't apologize or anything just says hey if you don't like this law you should probably talk to your legislators because we're just doing our jobs as the cops (laughs) my hands are tied what am i supposed to do all i can say is this if you live in or around the Hanover Borough in Pennsylvania, I don't know where that actually is, but if you live in that area, the bur- the borough of Hanover, maybe call the cops on a prophet or two. Mm. You know what I mean? Like go to a church uh, for a couple weeks in a row and wait until the the pastor says something about the future, mm-hmm. and then uh, file a complaint. Let's see if they do anything. Yeah. Maybe it's maybe don't use nine one one. No, um, because it's, it's not it's, an emergency. It's not an emergency. Don't tie up the phone lines. <laughs> but but yeah. they probably have a non-emergency number. Yeah, yeah. Call the cops. Yeah, because uh, that's that. Yeah, they're they're the ones that are doing the most of this. <laughs> a tarot reading almost never predicts the future. Right. But uh, but you know, an evangelical pastor. Yeah, you're gonna get that guy. Oh, just just uh, just call the cops. It's Title 18, Section 7104 of the uh, of 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 the state code or whatever. Yeah. All right, let's get them. Go get them. Uh, so there you go, and let us know how that goes. I'm gonna guess that it's going to go exactly nowhere, but uh, but try it. It could be fun. Uh, and then write into us uh, about that or about anything that we've talked about. It's podcast at thankgodimatheist.com. Or call and leave us a voicemail message. We'd love to hear from you. The telephone number is 424-666-8442. Stick around. There's more show coming up. Well, Frank. Yes, Dan. Uh... We have talked, we, we, we have played clips of Shane Vaughn before. Oh, I love uh, Shane Vaughn. He's a, he's a prophet. Mm-hmm. He's a, he's a uh, pastor. Mm-hmm. And a Jerry he, Lewis lookalike. He is a Jerry Lewis lookalike. He is, he is very much so. Um, I, if only he were entertaining in the way that Jerry Lewis has, has been in his life. If only, hey, I mean, Jesus! <laughs> <laughs> you heathen! Uh, I uh, so anyway, Shane Vaughn will be attempting to entertain us uh, with this particular little clip. Um, I don't want to give away any spoilers, but we're oh. having a whole a whole little uh, dust up here in these United States regarding not having a Speaker of the House currently. <laughs> it uh, is I, if it wasn't just like so horrible. That they cannot get their act together. It is wildly entertaining. Like yeah. it, uh, it totally has my attention. It can be both things. It can be both things. <laughs> uh, anyway, uh, it was announced a couple days, a few days ago, last week, that um, that Jim Jordan was going to be the nominee. Oh God, for Speaker of the House, and this oh. was Prophet and and MAGA Pastor Shane Vaughn's uh, response to when that happened. Just hours ago, Jim Jordan was nominated 
to be the next Speaker of the House. Now, this spells major trouble for the Democrats. So let me just sing my little song real quick. I told you so. Oh, I told you so. You know why? Because Professor Toto many times can see the news behind the news. And this was Yahweh's plan from the beginning. Kevin McCarthy got in the way, but Donald Trump removed Kevin McCarthy. Today, Jim Jordan is preparing to step in as leader and speaker of the House of Representatives. He is the proxy of Donald Trump. Literally, Donald Trump is the Speaker of the House. We've had a great victory today, a great victory. Jim Jordan will be the next Speaker of the House, just as Professor Toto told you so. Oh, I told you so. I told you so. Yes, I told you so. <laughs> well, Frank. Oh, he shocking, told us. Oh. Shockingly, uh, do you want to update uh, Shane Vaughn on what happened? Oh, poor. When I'm so sorry, Shane, to have to tell you this. Um, yeah, that didn't happen. <laughs> I told you so, Shane Vaughn. <laughs> yeah. yeah, wow. Like, I mean, I know that part of being like a quote unquote prophet um is that you got to get to you got to get to it before it happens right yeah. you got to tell us something that's but you got to be a little more informed right <laughs> like gotta, it was not a given that, that jim jordan was going to get the speakership like at any point in the process it was not jim a given. jordan has his had his ass handed to him oh god it was it was fun to watch it, I mean, it, it was, was terrifying because it was yeah. like that man cannot be speaker of the house like right. because he will he his first his first official duty uh would be just setting fire to the building yeah right? exactly yeah he like, was he was he was one of the big supporters of the january 6th thing like he is yeah he's, he's bad. A, a nightmare bad bad yeah. bad 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 man but um, i do you i do love when when professor toto are you kidding me that's what you call yourself professor oh. toto gloats just <laughs> gloats because he can see the news behind the news frank oh god what he didn't realize is that there's news sitting directly behind the news behind the news <laughs> that is much different news it's just i mean this whole thing it is i mean it's been really uh wild to watch yeah um and i i just think that the best thing that's come out of it is a, a, a smartly is my awareness of the smartly dressed um, Patrick McHenry. Um, <laughs> I, I just I follow most mostly through audio media. I don't know how Patrick <laughs> McHenry dresses. Oh, really, Dan? You haven't seen pictures of him with his little bow tie and uh, his sil he's, he's like in his 40s, but he's got fully silver hair mm. and he, he dresses nice, right? And okay. he just has kind of this like physical presence um, up on the on the Ooh. on the dais that I is um, somebody has a crush. No, no, <laughs> no, no, no. But it is it's it's kind of like just strangely charming, even though he's a very conservative man and he's yeah. currently sort of in power. And but he's not crazy. Well, yeah. Right? All right. So but anyway. Uh well um we we have some some folks right wrote into us uh so I'm going to get to that now uh Jay wrote in to just say a quick thought about this requirement to support and defend the Constitution quote so help me God you'll remember last mm, week we, yeah. we did a, a story from New Jersey yeah yeah where uh that was required just to run for office not even not even to hold office it was required just to run for office to swear so help me god um jay goes on to say anyone requiring this oath is in clear violation of their own at least a paradox but uh reason for an impeachment <laughs> you know i hmm. it, you're not wrong hmm. obviously requiring that and i think it was the ag's office or 
something is I don't remember who it was, but yes, the requirement of the oath. Yeah, if if anybody would enforce anything in this country, <laughs> that would absolutely be a be a, a violation of the Constitution. But, okay, we're, uh, that's funny. We're in the worst possible timeline, so nothing will happen. Uh, I think Larry, things are gonna get better. I'm strangely optimistic. Yeah, I mean, if it, it does feel like. After you hit rock bottom like 22 times, yeah, and each each time you think you've hit rock bottom, but you realize that that was just the plateau yeah. and you're continuing your tumble downward, yeah. uh, eventually you got to go, oh, this is, this is actual rock bottom. Yeah. It's time to start climbing back up. Like, I'm not going to get out on like some profit limb, limb here or whatnot, and I don't want to jinx anything. <laughs> I told <That's>... you so. <laughs> I don't want to jinx anything, but I am just like... I am trying to like manage my like glee watching <laughs> like the, the, the slow paced methodically slow paced unraveling of Donald Trump. Mm. Right. And it's going so slow that I'm terrified because right. like if he becomes president again, <sighs> what the fuck? Right. Um, but like if he's sitting in a jail cell somewhere, <laughs> Like that's anyway. pretty optimistic right there. Uh, I know, but I'm still feeling so hopeful. Yeah, um, I mean, I I do think that it's such like such a slow burn. It's so good. There's though. so many things that are that are happening to him and at him and whatever. It there's there's definitely a lot of entertainment to be it's, to be had. There's a reckoning of sorts that's that's happening and I I'm still and un, until a so gavel unhinged. comes down. I know. Uh I'm uh I'm struggling. I mean, I'm terrified and, of of Trump if he's not in imprisoned. Yeah. Right. Because he will be the most unhinged, just rabid, wild dog running around. Yeah. Our our media. Hopefully, people landscape. are starting. Like, hopefully, like certain people. Every time something happens, another like you know, few people look at it and go, well, maybe this isn't just a conspiracy against him. Maybe he actually did something. Is that possible? Uh, All right. Uh, Larry wrote into us. Larry says, hi, Frank and Dan. I wanted to write in about my experience with a couple of Mormon missionaries from a few months back. Ooh, Mormon missionaries. Uh, I happen to live next door to an LDS temple here in Missouri. Oh. And for the first time in the four years I've lived in the area, two missionaries came knocking on my door. I answered, noticed their name tags, and immediately told them I was not interested and that I'm an atheist. Both of them didn't seem too pushy and left after a couple of minutes. Uh, now they have not been back since then, but is there a chance they might come back again, or will they know not to come, uh, not to come over knowing that I'm not interested? <laughs> as the resident former missionary i yield to you okay to answer at okay. least the first part of the question which is uh will they have paid attention and will they uh know not oh. to return okay um like i don't know um <laughs> but awesome. no like like so they they i don't know how they're doing it now because like i served a mission 20 some odd years ago right yeah um, almost 30 almost 30 years ago dan shut up um, <laughs> um but like so i I'm, I'm not entirely sure of like their practices at this point but we always kept like a, a just like a, a a journal of sorts that was left for the next missionaries right that just tracked what we we'd been up to right where where we had gone to. knocking and if there was anybody that was worth following up on right so it totally right. 100% like depends on how much they felt the spirit about you right <laughs> like if they if there was something where they were like you know elder i really feel like that was this larry would you say yeah i really yeah. feel like that larry guy he's he's worth going back for right <laughs> Like he, it just, there's something there. Yeah. It, he was almost nice to us. 
uh, <laughs> we should definitely go back and, and try and get him. Yeah. So, I mean, it just depends. Like there might be a note that says Larry at such an address equals atheist, you know, yeah. and don't bother. Right. I don't know if they're, they're not, unless you were like really awful to them, they're not going to like completely, you know, dust their shoes of you or whatever. Right. right. Like, but so. don't, that's not a good reason to be awful to them. Don't, don't be awful to the mission. No, don't be they're awful. Just, just, they're just, just kids. Just be really clear about what you want. And if you don't yeah. want them coming around again, I would just be very, very clear, polite, yeah. but clear and just say, Hey, listen, like, um, I don't know what kind of record keeping you keep for the next round of missionaries, but I know you guys get replaced a lot. Could you please just put a note that this address is not one to come uh, knocking on? Yeah. So I'd appreciate it. Thank you. Or conversely, you can do the other thing that we recommend, which is invite them in, give them some food and water, and then say, hey, I have some chores around the house that I that need doing. <laughs> Do you want an opportunity to do service? I'm not interested in your church at all, but I'll play some cool music. And if you want an opportunity to do service, I'm offering it to you. And then watch as their eyes light up while they don't have to go door to door anymore. Yeah. They can just do your housework for you. It depends. Again, it depends on the missionary. I would have, I would have probably been like, yeah, I'll kill some time here. Sure. Yeah. Um, if you're nice to him. Yeah. That's that's free labor for you. Yeah. But I mean, we we had just random people who I always knew weren't all that interested, but we would go drop in on them because they were nice yeah. and they they were always like kind to us and and like willing to sit and even just talk about whatever. Right. Yeah. Just let because it, like you're so give desperate. Give them access to the Internet. That's what you do. <laughs> They don't I get think the offer to play some music and be like, hey, listen, like, like, I know you probably can't like request anything cool, but like, if you don't like what I'm playing, I'll change the station. Right. You yeah. Know. And or or yeah, let them be like, hey, <laughs> I accidentally turned on my Xbox. You guys could probably sit there and play for a while if you wanted to. <laughs> How did that happen? Oh, did I just make your lives a little more tolerable? These, all I'm saying is that these kids get tortured. This shit is so really awful, awful to do to them. Yeah, uh, that it it would be an act of kindness. And then when and then when they think back on their mission, they'll be like, you know, you know what really good experience I had was at that atheist's house. Well, and that fucks with the whole broader like brainwashing part because it yeah the the, the point of the mission it's it's two years of brainwashing, right? And yeah. part of the brainwashing um, is that they're up against the rest of the world, right? That people, yeah. the abuse that people serve Mormon missionaries serves the Mormon church's end goal, yeah. which is retention, right? That yeah. abuse has the, the opposite effect for the, for these young missionaries. Yeah. It solidifies of, it for them. Yeah. Yeah. And so like, if, if you're like, being kind and nice and good and offering them a view of the world. Like I, I would find that really hard to do because I'm just too close to it. But if you're out, dear listener, like if you're out there and you're like willing to like take on a little bit of a project, you could really change somebody's perspective on the world. Right. Definitely don't try to like talk them out of their religion, their beliefs or anything like they won't be able to hear that and they'll just see you as an anti-Mormon person or whatever. But if you just are kind to them, Uh it'll break their brain. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it has potential of breaking their brain. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, That's true. Not not going to work for everyone. But But like they'll want to like leave you with the scripture or a Mm -hmm. prayer and be like, well, you know, it doesn't really do anything for me, but it. If it does something for you, that's fine. And right? don't let them, for the love of God, don't let them give you the lessons. Oh, yeah, yeah, y- yeah, yeah. You will learn and nothing and you'll just be bored to tears. That that will kill it for you. I, well, any spirit of goodness in you will be destroyed by those boring, dumb lessons. The, those, the good missionaries, though, you don't even know you just got taught a lesson. Ooh. It's so conversational. Yeah. And that's what apparently what they've been pushing lately is... okay is uh, that you just go and you talk about these things. That's what I've heard. So, 
Anyway, uh, report Instead back of, like, to little us. Little flip charts. Remember those? They would. Yeah, yeah. Like little. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, objects. How else are you supposed Dude. to teach someone if you don't have a flip chart? <laughs> uh, yeah, right. if you try any of this shit, report back to us. I want to hear. I totally uh, how things hear go. about it. Yeah. Uh, all right. Well, we got some folks to thank. Uh, I'm. I'll start us off with mm-hmm. a new teacher. I'm going to say teacher. Wow. Uh, and this is a one-time donation over on PayPal. This is uh, Calvin. Thank you so much. You now have magic powers. You are you are a grand poobah, if you will. Oh. Uh, or just a teacher. That's, yeah. You have all the magic powers that Frank and I were, were given as 14-year-old kids. Uh, so <laughs> have fun with that. Uh, if you, listener at home think that you would like to have magic powers and that you like the show and you'd like to support our work here because, you know, we are ad-free. We are only listener-supported. It's the only way that we can keep this thing going. We uh, we so appreciate our patrons. You can go to thankgodimatheist.com and click on the support tab, and then you can, you can choose Patreon or you can choose PayPal either way uh, and, and, and give us just whatever amount of money you choose. We'll bestow upon you magic powers. We'll thank you here on the air, uh, and and we'll appreciate you eternally. There is there is patrons only content that is that, that that's weekly. That's extra content. So if if that excites you, get over there. Yeah, and uh, as always, Dan, we have our top donor to thank, our Lord and Savior, Davis. More show coming up. So, Frank, Dan, a few years back, you mm. and I separately had the opportunity to go uh, to Idaho mm-hmm. to see a full solar eclipse to, yeah, to total, experience yeah. totality. And it is a re- it was a remarkable experience. Yeah. Like it, cooler than I thought it was going to be. Yeah. Yeah. Like I had sort I had some inkling of what it was going to be, but like. When like the moon fully 100% covered, you know, the sun up and uh, you could look directly up at, you know, what was happening in the heavens. Yeah, it was it was truly an awe inspiring event. Yeah, like it, 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 it was a little mind blowing. In fact, like it was just like, what in the fuck am I looking at? Yeah. Even though we knew exactly what was coming. Yeah. We had, we, we had all of the advance. We were there because of it. Uh We had traveled hundreds of miles, uh, or hundred of miles. I don't know exactly how far we traveled anyway. Um, you know, so just this last week, there was another, there was a, an annular solar eclipse, Mm. uh, here, which, which means that the moon isn't, close enough to the earth Mm. to actually cover the whole sun. Right. So you get, so, you know, you get what they call the ring of fire, right? uh, where the sun's peeking through on all sides. But, you know, if you're in the right spot, you get a full circle and that's kind of cool. Oh yeah. Yeah. I mean, Um, I like here in Salt, you drove down, you know, to the zone where you could actually see that. Well, that's where I thought I was going. Oh, you didn't see totality or the, the ring of fire. And I saw mostly it. I apparently our friend's property to which we had been invited. Apparently they didn't know. They didn't do the research to figure out that. Oh no, this isn't actually quite in in the, in the center. Oh, that's okay. <laughs> Nonetheless, like yeah. you know, I got my my little uh, solar glasses out from yeah, or eclipse glasses out from the from the last time, and I just took the dog for a walk as it was like kind of getting a little dark outside and everything. I was like, you know, like it's the, 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 the mood really changes in a weird way. Right. Yeah. As the sun starts to get blocked out and the shadows are really weird. Yeah. The it, shadows get fuzzy. Yeah. In a weird way. Yeah. And it's just like, but yet there's still a direct light source. So there are shadows, but it's like somebody just took the dimmer switch and like turned it way, 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 way down. 
And it's just kind of cool, right? And creepy and yeah. weird. And, and yeah, and like so, the light doesn't look right. Yeah. And so I just went and wandered around and I had my little glasses and I um, kept, you know, sort of looking up and seeing, looking at the progress and everything. And it was, it's still a neat experience, right? Yeah, absolutely. Um, and it's, it's definitely one that um, leads you to kind of like, ponder like wow what would the ancients like like what did they really think about this when this happened and, it, oh, and totality yeah. is just like you know literally like people like like had to just fucking lose their minds looking yeah. up at that right it is so you know i it's funny because i remember being a student and talking you know them somebody bringing up the idea of like Oh, the ancients must have been so freaked out by a solar a solar eclipse, and you know that I I had heard that before, but when you experience it, you're like, oh my god, yeah, yeah, this would be terrifying. Absolutely, there is yeah. there there is no doubt. When that happens, it feels like something supernatural is occurring. Oh, totally. Like I, I, how could you possibly not think that if you don't have a scientific like background, a basis to know what's going on. Yeah, no, totally. And so, so yeah, we were just kind of thinking about that. And like, it, like when you're, when you face, when you're faced with that sort of like awe inspiring event, it kind of makes sense why yeah. people like reached for like, you know, supernatural explanations. Like you needed something. Yeah. You had to have some kind of explanation. Yeah. Humans are not good at just going, I guess I just don't know. Huh. Huh. That's a All thing. right. Well, that, that was, was a very unusual thing, and was, I'll never know the answer to that. That was wild. Huh. Which is which is <laughs> logically the only correct response. Yeah. yeah. The only correct response to unexplained phenomenon, any yeah. unexplained phenomenon, is well, that's unexplained. Right. But instead, the human mind uh, very very quickly jumps to God is angry. Right. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I've done something wrong. Who, who in the village needs to be murdered because that was fucked up? I don't Sorry, know. Janet. It's kind of your turn. <laughs> Everybody turns to Janet. Um, so, and that, that is when quick thinking Janet goes, have you guys all thought about how weird Susan looks right now? <laughs> What did you do, Susan? <laughs> I saw I saw Goody Proctor with the devil, and then uh, uh, and then somebody gets murdered. Yeah, uh, it it's just a testament, really, to how science is going to save us. We are not saved no. by any stretch of the imagination. There is still so much superstition and nonsense, and people yeah. still, you know. The day that you and I are recording this, Frank, is is actually the third, I think, anniversary of the death of James Randi. Oh, uh, okay. Beloved, beloved magician and debunker James Randi, who yeah. we met uh, yeah. one time. And, uh, you know, I, I have made it, I, I have apparently started a tradition of just on his, on the anniversary of his death, writing about something that should be debunked that people still believe in. So, so like last year I, I, I posted a thing on Facebook about homeopathy, oh, yeah. which is, which is silly, silly nonsense. Right. And, uh, today I posted a thing about, uh, chiropractic, oh, which yeah. oh, is God. also silly, silly nonsense. And if you need to read about it, because that was started not as a science, but as a religion, everybody, <laughs> in case you're unaware, like the, the guy who started it, literally, a guy named Palmer, literally compared himself to Jesus, Muhammad, Joseph Smith, and Mary Baker Eddy. So that's a fun, that's a fun bit of company to keep yourself in when you think, you know, and then calling every, all of the practitioners doctors is a, a real cute little trick. <laughs> um but I th I think the point is we we're we're still the dumb the same dumb critters yeah that saw eclipses 
and decided that something needed to be murdered. Uh, <laughs> So we're we're not evolved past that. That's where we are. Yeah. Still. Right. For, but, for yeah, absolutely. But we have but the glory of science is that it can move beyond our idiot brains. Well, it can help make that 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 realm of things that require you to go out and murder um to be smaller. <laughs> Right. It's a smaller like little circle now of things that are going to blow your mind so much that, you know, poor, poor Janet, you know, gets the, gets it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Uh, and, and it, and yeah, as it does this, we don't even necessarily notice a lot of the ways that it does it, but because we all knew that the, that the eclipse was coming and we could travel to it Mm. and we had eye protection and we knew, you know, Certain hmm. ding dongs aside, <laughs> President Trump, uh, we all knew not to look directly at it, <laughs> and we all knew like that we, you know, we all knew all of this stuff, not because we as a species have gotten any better, but because, you know, we have we have developed ways of knowing that are better. Mm. Yeah, and that's all. You know, that's all. The whole scientific method is just uh, maybe we can know better than we knew before uh we have a better way of knowing so it inoculates us against you know grabbing the pitchforks right yeah right so uh so yeah i think i think when we have a moment like that uh with with a solar eclipse or whatever it's a great moment to just say thanks science i really appreciate you (laughs) uh figuring this out so that i don't so that me and the dum dums around me don't go killing each other go, or or like go, you know go crazy yeah doing whatever ritual we think we need to do to satisfy an entity that isn't there who we think is mad yeah but also like go see this shit guys like oh yeah like if you there's have a, a chance there's it, another one coming up next year right a, to- a total one in yeah. uh and and it's it's going to be here in the united states and it's going to start in southern texas uh-huh. and the 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 path of totality cuts all the way up to like burlington vermont yeah. and beyond so yeah. like that's a big swath of america that you can get yourself to yeah to experience this uh phenomenon and uh hopefully it won't be cloudy yeah, that's the real bummer, right? Like you're just waiting and waiting and waiting. Yeah, maybe and then the maybe, weather. You make all these uh, plans and you travel to the zone and yeah, scan scan each of the places that you're considering for uh for past history of cloudiness. <laughs> look for look for rain weather patterns. I don't know. Anyway, uh, if you would like to tell us about your experience with uh your dumb brain, your dumb person brain having a cool experience. Feel free to write into us, podcast at thankgodimatheist.com. Or call and leave us a voicemail message. The telephone number is 424-666-8442. Yeah, go to the Facebook page, facebook.com slash Atheist, and click the like button. And if you'd like to join one of our members-only lounges, you can do so by going to our website, thankgodimatheist.com slash members-only. Thanks so much to the Red Rock Hot Club for the use of their music. And thanks to Gordon Johnston for the use of his music. And thanks to all of you for tuning in. We sure do appreciate you. Thanks so much. Bye-bye.